Okay, we're ready. I'm ready, Freddy. I'm ready. I'm ready. So hello. <laughs> I made you do it. <laughs> I was secretly hoping. Because every show I'm the one who does that. Hello. Oh, now you just did it, so. Oh, that you're tricky. Defeated Annie. the whole, yeah. Defeatist. I'm sneaky like you can. I'm not defeatist. <laughs> oh, it's a defeatist like as in abortion. Oh. But... Yes, you go to the abortion clinic to get, <laughs> to get the, the fetus. fetus out of the body. <laughs> <laughs> Every show, we make a point of pissing off some other group of people. <laughs> yes, we actually have a checklist on the wall, and we're like, okay, we've gotten all the nationalities. Yeah, at this point, we're, like, down to, like, Inuits and, you know... Like, uh, political groups, so we're totally gonna, Kalahari like... Bushmen, like... Yeah. It's, it's we're like, you know the Kung people? Well, yeah, they give themselves tattoos. <laughs> Dorks. Yeah, hope they get fat. <laughs> Because they're contagious tattoos. Yeah, I've always like thought that if you get a tattoo, you should get it such a way that if you get really fat, it'll become cooler. Yeah. Like, get a ladybug by your... If if you're a girl, like, I'm a girl, and you are too. Yes, 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 usually, most of the time. And if you're planning on having the babies... Um, as opposed to the fetus, <laughs> you eventually go to have the babies, and uh, you get a ladybug near your belly button. Pretty sexy, you know, because people get things near their belly button. But you get it with like 20 extra legs that are so thin that you can't really see. So if you either get fat or pregnant, suddenly you can be like, what? It's not a ladybug, it's a centipede. What are you talking about? And that after work. you have the baby, then it's just a deflated balloon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is my soul. <laughs> it's a kidney bean. I love beans. <laughs> kidney bean. <laughs> With legs. Hmm. It's yeah. a legable. Runs off your plate. It does. So, speaking of running, mm. what a great segue. It was. We, uh, we cured cancer today. We did. Or at least we contributed in funding people who may actually cure, cure cancer, cancer at yes. some point. Yes. I.e., we ran in the Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure Along Breast Cancer Foundation 5K. 25,000 other people. That's and right. they kept saying women, and I felt really bad for all the men around us. They're like, way to go, women! And then there's like a few men being like, hey, <laughs> I have a penis. <laughs> and it makes me sad. And you know what? There are male breast cancer survivors, it's true. too. Yeah, it's Talk true. One of the few people heroes. that I knew that had breast cancer was a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's sad. But uh, we raised uh, our team, the Sugar Glider Bandits. We raised over $3,000. Yeah. A total, it wound up being 3000 I believe, $300. Which is amazing, so thank all of you guys out there who donated money. It was really cool of you. One thing I think we really should do for next year, which was Alyssa's idea, I believe, um, is in the beginning of the race, they're like, Hey, Team Taiwan! Great to have you here! Hey, Team! Like, and they say They're like naming off teams. Yeah, we didn't so hear them name our team. But they just basically yell out names of teams, and after they do it for a while, fun team names for they, they would yell year. out. So, for instance, Alyssa's idea was, I'd do Hanson if it cured cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so they, the woman, basically, after she got through a few names, was just saying, like, um, Angela's Angels! You know, the big tigers. I'd do Hanson if it cured cancer. <laughs> so it'd be in this string of things. Yeah, so basically, yeah, we were trying to think of all the, like, most inappropriate things. For her to yell out at it. It finally <laughs> occurred to me, like, the most inappropriate thing, like, oh, dear. would totally have to be something that's pro-cancer. <laughs> I love cancer! <laughs> cancer rocks! <laughs> oh, I want a breast 
<laughs> Thank you, cancer, for killing off my horrible mother. That's like, I, <laughs> God, that's awful. Uh oh. What about William Morris is my boyfriend? <laughs> I actually realized that was uh, that was by a uh, run by cameo. I don't know if you heard when I said at the beginning of the race, and I immediately had a red faced. Oh shit! I just said that in Allowed. a very awkward place to say that, which was I was having like problem with my bra oh. and I was like god my one boob keeps falling off <laughs> yeah of all the places you can say that <laughs> and it was just like and then I felt like the need to like fake being a survivor that it was like a fake boob or something I didn't like actually... I forgot my pink shirt so I'm wearing my white shirt today <laughs> it was so bad it was one of those things that I was like please no one hear that I didn't hear it so <laughs> okay good well now everybody out there has heard it so Yay, and we're gonna, I think, I mean, we're gonna do this probably an annual thing, so next year we'll be bugging you more and be like, hey, you, you got a dollar? Yeah, now seriously. that I know I'm not gonna die by the end of the, uh, the, the end of the route. It was yeah. a really nice day to do it, though. It was very it was pretty beautiful. out. Uh, couldn't have asked for better better weather. That's true. Unless it was raining pickles, because I love pickles. That would have been pretty cool. Kind of yeah. painful. Yeah, actually, never mind. Did you ever Sliced see... pickles. <laughs> there was an episode of the X-Files where they're, like, sort of out in the woods, as they often are, and, uh... All of a sudden, it starts raining tree frogs, Ooh. which is something that actually happens from time to time, except really? for that when that happens, well, yeah, because what happens is, like, there's, like, a big wind swell, and little frogs get sucked up from, like, lakes and stuff into the atmosphere, and then they, you know, go with the storm cloud and rain down later. But these are tiny, tiny frogs that Wait this happened to. Wait a minute. And so in the X-Files, when they Annie's do this, making up stuff. They have, all of a sudden, like, these giant... Like, you know, three pound toads start oh, falling out of the sky man. and like totally demolishes Scully's umbrella. I always thought that was really funny and scientifically inaccurate. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of those things that only amuses me. No, I think it probably amused the writer <laughs> enough to put it in an episode. Yeah. So uh, Annie was telling me about how the Mythbusters guys um, recently tried to prove that um, an episode of Mr. Bean was not completely not scientifically plausible. accurate. Yeah. Which that alone is just like, <laughs> you want to come in for this? Yes, I have okay. to come in for this. So they basically were, uh, there's an episode of Mr. Bean where he's painting a wall, and of course in Mr. Bean fashion he is not um, Somehow, yeah, I doing just... it a very... A swell, he's not doing a small job. I missed exactly what happened in the episode because I only turned on Mythbusters like halfway through. But apparently there was paint in the room and something explodes and the explosion causes the paint to like fly onto the walls. And so the room gets painted by explosion. Yes. And so they were trying to figure out if it really is possible to like by explosion. do some kind of rig setup that like would be a feasible way. Because I mean, at least it's really fast. Yeah. But of course, you know, even with both of them, they came up with a few different designs and they all like totally sucked. And would, I mean, unless you want like did Jackson they, Pollock room. Did they all have a wedding to go to that week or something? And like, they were so dead, like, Fuck, what are we gonna do our show about this? (laughs) (laughs) Desperate. Uh, Quick, put on Mr. Bean! (laughs) He's a genius, he'll tell us what to do. Like, the one of them was watching that and was like, that's not possible. Let's disprove that. (laughs) But it'd be great if, like, one of them got a DVD of the X Files and suddenly they're like, we're gonna see if we can prove. Well, we can make I mean, gigantic animals rain from, toads, the sky. from the sky. Absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> Completely plausible. My favorite still is the one where it was about the trombone player. Oh yeah, it was like <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Part of his trombone shot off and t- decapitated the, the conductor. The conductor. Um, yeah, basically, I think that that myth was that there was um, 
a trombone player, and for some reason he had put gunpowder in his trombone because they were playing the 1812 Overture. And that's funny. If you, or maybe if you're he had, like, a marching a band, you should do that. But the thing was that he had a mute in the end of the trombone. And in case you're not a music person, that means a thing, a little plastic piece that you put, or metal piece that you put in the end of the trumpet. It doesn't mean a person. Yes, not a person mute. <laughs> a little wad of plastic. The image Wait, in my so head. He didn't, he didn't put Mr. Bean in the trombone? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, so then the, the, because the mute was in there, which is weird to me, I would think that the mute would fly out first, but no, apparently it was the slide that flew off the end yes. of the trombone. But even so, like, I would think that the first thing to go would be your mouth at the, at the <laughs> mouthpiece when, like, a burning explosion it yeah. happens in yeah. the trombone. Like, I think I would not want that on my mouth That's anymore. True. <laughs> That's true. So maybe we should disprove the MythBusters. Guys. I think it's. I you know I think they think thought it was pretty plausible. I'm still kind of amazed that they tried to disprove a television show. That's true, but Mr. Bean's so realistic. You see him and you're like, I know that guy. From I could train. totally get a turkey stuck on my head. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was Friends, but he did that too, right? Yeah, he did that too. That's true. I just realized Friends totally ripped off Mr. Bean. Which came first? How long has Mr. Bean really been around? Mr. Those were from the 70s, I thought. 70s no. and 80s? I don't think so. I'm it's just BBC, so it looks like it's oh, cameras that we had in the United States in the 70s. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> that are only just now making their way to this the BBC. This plank of wood floated under the harbor. <laughs> yeah. It's got a camera on it. What is, like, what is it with the BBC? Like Everything they have like totally looks like it's so much older than everything that's filmed you here. You know what? I think it might be, and I am going to apologize profusely to our British... We haven't insulted the Brits yet. <laughs> I'm about to insult. Oh, good! <laughs> Another one checked In out. In general, a lot of older British people are fairly ugly. <laughs> so well, British television does that, that that like soft airbrush kind of look, yeah. <laughs> where everybody looks a little hotter than they would. That you know, one like, show with like Judy Dench on it. Oh yeah, it's I, like I she's floating called, on a cloud. It's yeah, like she's not listening to the show anymore. Oh fuck! Judy Dench was our biggest supporter. She had like the Barbara Walters filter. Where <laughs> <laughs> she walked into a room and was like, oh. <laughs> no, she had like the touch by an angel filter. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the episode filter. You know, I think it's actually, we should probably do our first song. And we should, not only because it's time, but because it's so good. It's so good. That I can't wait to get to it. I feel like we've been doing um, a great service to the, the comic world in the sense that we're finding a lot of comic artists who that are secretly really amazing musical artists as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had a few already now. And by comic, you mean... Like, like written cartoonist, or in comic. the case of today, it's um, one of the Playground Ghosts, a fellow mm. webcomicer. Right. His name is Christy Gosh. Now we and... can't talk. <laughs> High five! Let's all look at each other. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, yeah, and he is, uh, he actually is a great piano player, and he also is in a band called Arm Cannon, who what does... What are piano players called again? Oh yeah, pianists? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how well you danced around saying that. He's a guy who plays piano. <laughs> He's a guy who owns a keyboard made of ivory and black and touches it with his fingers. Okay, now it actually sounds dirtier than if you just said pianist. Yes. He's a pianist and he uh, has done not only original works, which is the first thing we're going to play is one of his yes. original works, and he also does remakes of familiar, nostalgic Nintendo 16 bit. From our days of childhood. Uh, or the days of I got my Nintendo working in the living room. Did you know Ooh, that? Ooh, you did not tell me that. Actually, he helped get my Nintendo working in the living room. 
God. So that's why I'm pointing to you. I'm still coughing up dust from blowing in those cartridges. <laughs> yeah. he, he made the attempt to clean out the Game Genie that I had never gotten well, to was, work. Oh. Even during my college days when I used the thing pretty well. But what we did find out, and I'll, I'll tell this story later, but I found out something very interesting about Super Mario Brothers. So, okay, okay. That I already well, knew, but it was even more fun this time. So the first song we were actually going to play, and I should say that Chris does the comic Pixel, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the Playground Ghosts. So when you go to our forum, you got to check out his forum as well, which is in there as well, and say hello, because he's awesome. And also, if you go to his site, there are many musical pieces by him. If you yes. like what you hear here, there are free downloadable... <laughs> okay, what? Here, they're here. homonyms! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Colleen. you and your homonyms. Yeah. All right, well, the first song, and this is another thing I like about Chris, is that he doesn't give them cheesy names. His original songs are called Original and then a number. And this one is my absolute favorite original song he did, and this is called Original Number Three. And I just want to say it's a little slow getting into it, but stick with it, people. Do not fast forward because it's it will, a virtue. it'll knock your yes. socks off. It gets really awesome. Yes. Hold on to your socks you to let it build. If, if it's cold in the area of the country or you live in. You know. World. Or world. You're British. No, they stopped listening about five minutes ago. <laughs>
like a short film to that song. And I want it to be like somebody beating up a robot. You know what I saw recently that was amazing? Actually, it was just last night. I was I was wide somebody awake. beating up a robot? No, no, no. I was oh. awake at like 2 a.m. And I was watching the Nick at Night uh, Roseanne marathon that they have, you know, apparently on Saturday nights where they just play Roseanne from like oh midnight God, to watched, 6 a.m. You watched Roseanne beat up a robot? Oh, there were no oh, robots involved, shit. but there was like a commercial between like two episodes and they made a Roseanne um Japanese anime cartoon. What? Where, like, she and Dan are, like, flying through space, and they beat up something. I don't think it was a robot. Can you please pinch me, because I don't believe anything you're saying. Oh, I'm yeah, awake. Calling, I'm calling Mythbusters on you. <laughs> <laughs> Mythbusters on Annie's stories. Roseanne and Dan Connor really are Japanese anime. cartoons. <laughs> plausible or implausible? Implausible. Busted. Busted. She's really just a fat woman who got chicken plants, and he's... Dan Goodman. Did she get chicken plants? Chicken plants? <laughs> chicken plants at first. She got chickens implanted in her stomach so she'd never be hungered again. <laughs> no, she got chicken plants. She got um plastic cheeks. When? Um, yesterday. I went with Like the before she was her. famous or after? No, after she was famous. It's in most recent years. Yeah. In the very, very last season of Roseanne, she got chicken plants. And oh, someone well, can watch him by that point anyway. <clears throat> yeah, no I ne somebody told me about it. Hey, I got chicken plants too. Just not no in my face. Oh! I saw that one coming. <laughs> Did you get the J Lo model? Is that one when I threw the quarter? Your buddy made that clank. <laughs> Still bounced though. <laughs> yeah. So what? Five what exactly? Well it was just this weird anime. Of yeah, it was like a commercial <gasps> to get you to weird. like watch Roseanne more. And so it was like I don't know. It was really bizarre. I wish I wish I could have taped it or had a time TiVo machine. or something yeah. <laughs> because oh, it was be on the internet. Probably. It's probably there. YouTube. Already. Hey. Should this be our... We give everybody a task every week. Yeah. <laughs> Your homework this week. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. Yes. Find Roseanne and Dan Connor. Roseanne Dana Connor. I kept thinking you were saying Roseanne and Dana Connor. <laughs> that would be great to have Roseanne and Dana as if she lived in the Connor house with all the awesome. rest of the, the Connors. Be yeah. like, Darlene! <laughs> I can't remember her voice. <laughs> that was pretty close. You do a pretty good... Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana. That's true, though. I was a little drunker then. It makes it easier to make that annoying. Rosanna, Rosanna, Dana. I told you that these people that I know have this tan-colored van that they named Rosanna Tanavana. Which is fantastic. Yeah, and before that they had a white one that was named Vanna White. Ah. Yeah. Very clever, these people. Yes, and I told you about my Wonder Wagon a while ago, and I have not seen a Wonder Wagon in three years until today. Wow. And not only There's was it a Wonder still Wagon... There's one runs? <laughs> yeah, it was in Greenpoint. I was on my way walking to my house, and uh, this van goes by, and it was not only my old van, but it was the same color that I used to drive, this deep maroon. Oh, And hot. my initial response, was, like, reaction, was to wave. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh... <laughs> it was like, it was, was it like, like an I feel your pain kind of wave? Or? Partially, especially because they were at a stoplight when I first saw them, and then the stoplight turned green, and I saw the van, which did its standard, like, shutter, giant vibrator van. <laughs> like, it was like, it, that van was pretty much my first boyfriend. Yeah. It was very, it was nostalgic. Oh, I just remembered to tell uh, the most exciting thing about Game Genie. Oh, yeah. Um, Game Genie, you can, of course, do the thing where you have a million lives and, mm -hmm. like, nothing can harm you and things like that, which are cool, but... Kind of boring, though. Kind of boring, yeah. Um, but what you can do and is so exciting is in Super Mario Brothers, you could start as all different things. You could say, okay, I want to be the raccoon the whole time. 
And then you could do, like, okay, I want to be a hammer brother the whole time, where basically you're just throwing hammers. Yeah, that would be fun. And then there's mine, which is, I want to be the frog. I knew you were going to <laughs> And I don't want to have extra lives. I just want to be able to die. We, we were playing, and we finally got a frog suit, and we were getting close to our end life, and I was like, I gotta use a frog suit. We can't let the game end without me using the frog suit. Can I use it? No matter what episode we go on next. Episode and so, level? Yes. <laughs> that, too. So... We we would go to the next world, which we thought was Giant Land, and it wasn't. It was Ice World. Yeah, Giant Land is four. Four. Ice World is six. Ah, I don't know these things. I don't anymore. remember what was number five. Desert? No, that no, was that's two. two. Three is water. Oh. Four is giant. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of a. Seven is pipe world. Pipe world. Yeah. Eight is lava land. Wait, is five, is five the is... one where you're up in the clouds? Yeah, yeah, you know what, that's totally it. You start yeah. out on the land, and then you go up into... Stupid jumping on the beetles one, right? Yeah, because yeah. there's that, like, twisty tower. I actually always really oh. liked that one. You know why? Because there's the Goomba Boot level. <gasps> that's true. Oh, Goomba Boot's great. Goomba. So we're we're on our last life, and I'm like, I'm going to go on the next level no matter what it is, and I'm going to use the frog suit. So I put on the frog suit, <laughs> go to the next level. And skid all around. <laughs> I don't even go, like... I don't even... You jumped and died. I, ju- <laughs> I jumped in place and died. <laughs> I could not play Mario Brothers again and try to die so quickly and died so quickly. And I, I laughed for like ten minutes. I, I was gone. You have an interesting way of, of playing. So one of my old roommates had one of those, you know, they make the... You can go to Target and buy the little Atari console you plug into your audio video jack. And um, it's got like five different Atari games. So we got them all with Ms. Pac-Man. And uh, we were all sitting around. We were all pretty drunk. And we were like, all right, we're going to play Pac-Man and see how few points we can get. Which pretty much the only way you can do that is by taking the joystick and jiggling it back and forth as hard and fast as you can. So Pac-Man just kind of has a seizure in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. screen. And it's much more difficult than you would really imagine it would be. I think we kept it up for about an hour and a half. 200 points was the lowest. By that point, we were, like, sitting on the floor with the thing, like, between our knees and just, like, gonna do it! And you're, like, <laughs> uh, It's really not as entertaining when you can't see what I'm doing right now, but, you know, you're He's just, climbing. like, putting your bag into it and you've got it pressed against the floor and you're just, like... <laughs> you're not even looking at the TV. It's terrible. And you just hear the, like, <laughs> noise of Pac-Man going back and forth. You're and like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're just waiting for like green slime to fly out of his mouth or something, and it's totally more fun than actually playing Pac-Man the right way. I mean, so if any of you, you have those things, you, I think you get a hundred. A hundred. So hundred points like for two. each pellet. You got one to the right and one to the left, and yeah. stayed within that three yeah. dot yeah. zone. Yeah. But in how many lives? So like, there's probably a bunch of times you died without hitting. There was any. one oh. point. There was one point where really one of us one of us that. got <laughs> one point and kept it up, and then like their hand totally spazzed out and he just like <laughs> shot to the side of the screen. And I'm See, still amazed at how long like like it didn't get old. That's the <laughs> frightening part. No no matter how you even if you play Pac-Man normal way or if you play Pac-Man in like anti Pac-Man. Way, oh wait, but well, that that was the best It's still thing, the so. most stressful game on the wait, planet. What is the anti-Pac-Man? But the best thing oh, the best thing was, was yeah. we we developed a name for it anti we called it Crackman. Because basically <laughs> when you're playing like Pac-Man looks like he's completely cracked out. Yeah. And by the end of the game, you are completely cracked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Pac-Man uh, is a really stressful game. Like, I get physically sweaty playing. I can't even Not play because it. I'm like, really, like, yeah. 
That and I get physically sweaty watching other people play. Yeah, there's <laughs> a reason. There's a reason you go oh. into a bar and there's an old pack. There's a reason that that old Pac-Man machine is still in there because you're buying more alcohol by the end of that. Like you screw up and you're like, I gotta drink away my worries. <laughs> I didn't even get to meet Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> oh wait, I guess it would. I be... can't even get past like level two, like. It, like blue level, pink level, and that's it. There's one in our laundromat, and our uh, upstairs neighbor, or your roommate, Robin, is actually pretty good at it. And he yeah. had like this amazing run where he got his best score, and he almost got the high score on the actual game itself. Yeah, he got up to like the fifth different color screen. It was to the point what? that we we both were like, "What happens now? We've never seen anyone get this far." And there's like they don't even change the colors like every level. They, no, you know, you play like they three get pink after levels. a while. They're like, "No one's gonna get this far." They had like and 20 then like babies. light blue for three levels, yeah. and and it's like they meet. Um, they get married, they fall, or no, they fall in love, like get married. There's like a little married, baby pack. They have babies. Baby, baby goes to preschool. Baby what? gets I have its never, first. I've never even, like, I didn't even oh, know Oh, yeah, it gets its married. first report card, and then it's, like, unsatisfactory because baby was talking in the back of the classroom too So, I'll call it Mythbusters. So, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Pac-Man <laughs> starts beating baby yeah, Pac-Man. Yeah, there's that level where they have the, like, dysfunctional Pac-Family. Yeah. And then they all go to the family um, psychiatrist. Yeah. They go to the family center. And I've never gotten farther, so I'm really not sure if they resolve their issues. So you've never actually gotten to the foam bats level? Where <laughs> when they're like, <laughs> we itself. love you! <laughs> we love you. I don't know. They were holding the bat together. It was. It was well, the psychiatrist is actually the chick with the two buns from Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and she's really good, you know, I hear her, so... When I was in junior high, there was a kid in my social studies class who I, to this day, I don't understand why. He's really, he, he must have school. really loved Mortal Kombat no. because he would just, he didn't have Tourette's or anything, but just the random, you know, middle of the lesson, you'd hear this kid in the back just go, Jax! And like, say all of the things <laughs> that like the characters, it was like, he would say all of the shit that like the characters would say when you were like tearing their spots. Did he ever go Mortal Kombat? He said it <laughs> <all>. <laughs> like, the kid was he had problems. Yeah, that's wow. That'd be like, kind of funny if, like, right before like, he handed him a test, he's, like, talking to himself, like, finish it! <laughs> well, you know, you know our, our Mr. Badgley would be like, in the war of 1812, finish him! <laughs> that was social studies class in First of all, for me. you need to back up a bit. Was yes, his name was Mr. Badgley. Mr. Badgley? Yes. Oh, with a name like that, you have no choice but to go into the social studies teacher. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> was he Mr. friends Badgley? with Mr. Belvedere? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. I wonder if they were lovers. Oh yeah. Streets on the China. I think we had talked about this one. Streets on the China? No, we didn't talk about this one. I was someone else. And I started singing it in front of them, and then there was this moment of... Are you saying that as a joke? Because those really aren't the words. It doesn't even make sense. Streets on the China? Never heard them before. Who cares? I makes no sense. And then usually I have to mumble the next I don't even like I know what the words are, but I just I know that actually, that's not a logical That night sense. in the bar when I was pretty much being attacked by about four people who were obviously were the most hardcore Mr. Belvedere fans ever to grace the face of the earth by their reaction to me singing the words, uh, it streaks on the china, uh, meaning the dishes were dirty uh, and they needed that a, makes a fat man um, who was not in um, 
He wasn't glowing, which is probably why he looked... You know what? I bet you if Mr. Belvedere... Yeah. I, he's not pregnant? Like, what do you I'm, mean? No, I'm British television, though. <laughs> oh, he was not fuzzy. Yeah, I bet you if you put Mr. Belvedere on a BBC show, he would look 50 pounds lighter. Well, <laughs> he, would get some, like, he was on an American show, though. He yes. was an English guy on an American That's show. That's why he looked fat. If he was on a British show, he would be svelte and hot. Standing next to Dame Judi Dench, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, Dame Judi Dench. I do love Dame Judi Dench. I do, too. A friend of mine, one time, she, uh... <laughs> Shaved your head and dyed it purple, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. <laughs> this is what's weird, though, is that like I never thought she looked like Dame Judi Dench mm. before that, Until but she, she shaved her head and dyed it purple, purple and she looked like freaking Dame, Dame Judi Dench. Go wow. figure. I can show you a picture to be like, wow. I see it. I do. I think it was because it was after the purple started fading out, so then it was kind of like, like old grayish. lady purple. So oh, she had yeah. the the hair like the woman in Are You Being Served, pretty much. I don't know what that is. Are You Being Served was a really really good. Basketball BBC. show. No. Oh. <laughs> if only. No. Show. See, now, if, if they decided to do an American remake, it would end up being a basketball show. Yeah. But basically, it takes place in a, in a department store, one floor of a department store, and it has the greatest theme song ever. Like, the entire, all of the music consists of cash registers being oh, yeah. tapped in. So you hear the bells and the from the old, you know, style cash registers. And if they did the the basketball version, it would be a song based on squeaks of shoes yeah. on the floor. Get in the dribble. You need the bass. And then you hear like the cheer is like, "Can you get out of our way?" <laughs> yeah, Sorry. get out of our way. That was something about the the walk this morning and the run. I kind of couldn't look at the cheerleaders. I was kind of embarrassed. Oh. I was like, I'm not even running. We're walking. Yeah, stop <laughs> cheering for me. They were cheering, and not only that, but I don't know if you noticed, and maybe it was just me, but. We went past three groups of cheerleaders, and they were all obviously high school cheerleaders, um, and all of them were wearing outfits that I was a little blushy about. Like, the first one, they were wearing, like, <laughs> like the longer... Well, they were wearing yeah, the like, same cheerleader outfits that the cheerleaders at my school went to. I don't well, know you what you're from cheerleaders... Ours were turtlenecks. <laughs> turtlenecks were... Our cheerleaders wore habits. Okay. <laughs> they were... <laughs> Wetsuits with um, large sweaters over it, so you don't see any curves, and there's no way to have sex with them. Um, but there's like the one they were wearing like I love the state shirts. I'm from was immediately accused of me with a pointing finger. You're from California, of course they dress slutty there. No, but like, well, it's hot there, like oh. because the majority of the, the cheerleading that went on in my high school was for our basketball team because they were so much better than our football team, and it was freezing in New York. Basketball is an indoor sport. But it was cold. <laughs> we had no money. In the gym? We were we were poor. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't even afford cable television or meatloaf. <laughs> My high school, that is. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, but I felt like we went past three cheerleader groups, and each one got a little more scantily clad, and I was worried there was going to be more, and by the end of the route, there were going to be just, like, naked high school. You realize they, they weren't, you realized none of them were cheering for any of the racers. They were cheering, we don't have cancer! Like, that was their whole routine. <laughs> they were so like, we're getting extra credit. Yes, extra credit, and we're not going to die. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. There was even one that had, like, um, a midriff shirt, which alone, I'm like, ooh, you don't want to be, like, doing, I don't know. But, like, they kind of... <laughs> you don't want to be wearing that when you do a beer keg later tonight, do you? Totally. The way you have to squat... I mean, a, a keg stand, a yeah. beer keg. <laughs> that didn't come out right. I meant keg stand. When you have sex with a beer keg. <laughs> Doing a beer keg later tonight. <laughs> That's just so weird. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh yeah. yeah. 
Oh dear. Yeah. Okay. Let's up. let's end that. <laughs> I think it's uh, song number two. Yeah, I think it is. And we need to tell um the websites. There are two websites you can go to to download a lot of yeah. Chris's music. Chris Dugash, not phonetically spelled last name. You need to pay attention to the spelling of his last name. It's uh Chris, which is C R I. Is there an age? He's already messed up. <laughs> she can't do it. Never does. And Annie will now spell the name of this website for you. Uh, the website is Chris, C-H-R-I-S, normal way to spell it. Uh, and then Dugash is D-L-U-G-O-S-Z dot net. So it looks like Delugosis dot net. Dot net. Yes. Or you could just go to playgroundghost.com and click on the pixel, pixel thing and then click on the which bottom is which says a lot simpler. Yes. Especially if you're already a regular form user. Or just go to pixelcomic.net, which is his webcomic, which is part of the Playground Ghosts. And it's so brilliant. If you are not reading it, you are not my friend. Anymore. Anymore. Song time? Yeah, song It's time. good keg humping music, but I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. What? <laughs> what? I'm going to go fondle my sweaters. Yeah, oh, this we... is actually based on the underworld of uh, Super Mario Brothers. Yes. And it's kind of a, a contorted thing, and it's strangely called Super Mario Brothers Underworld Contorted. Yeah. And before we go to that, we should plug... The, the band that he's in is actually a video game song cover band yeah. and it's called arm cannon and their site is simply armcannon.com so you should check out both of those sites and in the meantime here is super mario brothers underworld contorted <laughs> Okay, obviously we should leave the uh, covering up to. Oh. We could be acapella. Acapella? Acapella. <laughs> Something that I found out today, which I I thought I was being witty and comical in a way. Well, I mean, it's, it's always funny. Topical. I mean, it's really funny looking like to begin cream. with. So. Well, basically, in the, the last comic involves a character who's wearing a pair Caviar. of. Fabulous. Which is the way you have to say her name. I'm just the fabulous. Caviar. Uh, is wearing a pair of sunglasses with the 
tag still attached in between the lenses. And uh, I was reading a British... It's, it's Again with the British. This is the British show. So, <clears> right, then. In the, Oh, that I might make them it's... stop listening more than anything else. <laughs> what an awful imitation. Yeah, yours was so good, Kelly. The, I don't know if it was the most recent <laughs> issue or the issue prior of ID Magazine in Britain. Which um, in English is id. There's a little Latin. brief... You're going to let me tell the story? Or what? <laughs> this is the way it is to be on the show. I'm going to let me tell the story. <laughs> Sometimes it's just me and Colleen and it's the same thing. <laughs> a little too much of my drink. Okay, okay so, ready, go. So there's a... You know, there's a little brief blurb on one of the pages and a ridiculous photo of, apparently it's fashionable, I'm assuming in the UK, maybe it's fashionable in Uzbekistan, I don't know, you know, but it's really cool, or hot, or what would count as well? Yeah, it's chic. To wear your sunglasses with with the tag still attached. There's I'm no way you're hiding you have to, that like, shit. You have to, like, lift you know? up the tag to, like, see things. Like, unless like, you have, a, you know, like, an extra flap of skin on your forehead you can tuck it uh, into. Or could you get it, like, Dwayne Wayne style? Where you, like, have the tag you could flip up <laughs> and flip it down. So the lenses stay, but the tag... Yeah, the tag flips. flips. That would kind of... Little I, tag I might actually wear yeah. something like that. But. I really have always wanted Dwayne Wayne sunglasses. So if anybody knows where I can get me some Dwayne I kind of, Wayne... I don't really care for them now, but like when I first saw those, I thought that was the coolest shit I'd ever seen in my life. That show, even though the show was pretty shitty... They had two characters on it that made it so that, like, they became very cultural icons. Mm. Like, most people can't tell you much about A Different World, but they know who Dwayne Wayne is when you hear Dwayne Wayne. And, like, Whitley. What is it? Whitney? I never watched the show. That was it. I don't know. Oh, never mind. I know who, She's a like huge cultural icon. <laughs> I know who Dwayne Wayne so is. So much I know her name. <laughs> it's like when I didn't know Sylvester Stallone's name, and I was like, but his name is so cool! Sly Stone! <laughs> they're all like, Stallone? <laughs> Speaking of which, they are doing Rocky 97, I heard. <laughs> I think I just made... It's about me... how old he almost is at yes. this point. <laughs> it is. It's like, Rocky, he's going to try to get out of a chair. <laughs> it's an hour and a half of thrilling excitement. Mr. T makes an appearance trying to take a if shit only, in the bathroom. If only, Mr. Mr. T. T. It's about the only thing that can make that movie good, I think. Mr. T doesn't take himself seriously enough anymore. You know, Mr. T doesn't... I hated the fool that discontinued my cereal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not from that nostril. (laughs) Only one one to work. Smells a little faulty. No, that's me. Because I still haven't bathed after the run. Aw, yay, we're smelly. We had such good food at the end. Mm. Uh, Kish. uh, We were going through the race with just the, the... thought of baked goods. The yeah, proverbial dangling carrot of quiche. Of baked goods. Yeah, we had an email that just said, <laughs> I made quiche. quiche. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She so said, I made quiche and baked goods. And like, none of us wanted to know what the and baked mimosas. goods were. Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference between a mandarin orange and a clementine orange? Yes. That's One not a very interesting which, question. No, it's not. Maybe we should call it Mythbusters. We should. Where's the Mythbuster phone? It's shaped like both of them. <laughs> it's like Jamie on one head. It's shaped like Mr. Bean. I would, uh, that would be a creepy phone if you have a phone that was like Mr. Bean's head. Ooh. Yeah, no. Ooh. Very, I don't even know why I wanted to put that thought into anyone's head. Actually, I'd, I'd be kind of cool if it was the turkey on Mr. Bean's head. <laughs> that would be awesome. Or use the phone to lift the turkey off his head and put it on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of like that. Be like Especially if you had like uh, uh, goggles that are, what is that? 
virtual reality. I was oh like, what was that God. thing from 10 years ago that was supposed to be all high tech? Yeah, where has virtual reality gone? I thought by now I could, like, virtually take a shower or virtually... Well, that's what I thought was funny about... We were watching Back to the Future 2 today, and there's a whole part where, like, uh, one of the characters is, like, doing a virtual reality thing while he's eating dinner. And I was like, yeah, virtual reality never really took off, because it was never really very convincing. There's also a part of that which everyone in the room seemed to have not noticed it while we were younger and saw this movie, but... Michael J. Fox is in drag in that movie. I still didn't really notice he that. He plays his own daughter in the future. Really? Yeah, that's what that ugly girl that was talking like this. That was Michael J. Fox. <laughs> and he's wearing the shortest, shortest skirt in that scene to the point I was really disturbed. I was like, I am, cannot stop staring because I keep expecting things to fall out. <laughs> like, it just didn't seem possible. So sad. Now it's time to say goodbye. To Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. It was time Belvedere. to say goodbye to him a long time ago. Street on the China. Go to streets in the China. Streets on the China. Never met him before. That still doesn't make... Oh, never... <gasps> streets on the China. Never mattered before. Oh, that makes so much sense. And then, Colleen is... You look like rules. you just discovered America. Pretty much. I think I did. It's right here. <laughs> Flag! <laughs> Alright, oh, well, uh, thanks for listening, you guys, and thanks to uh, Chris Dugash. This is Annie Sanders saying, I'm kind of sneaky and I'm going to go shower. And this is uh, Colleen A. Fenimal saying, I believe Annie's right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say goodnight? Why don't you say it for me? <laughs> this is Mikey saying, I've got a, a voice very similar to Colleen's. Okay. Good night. Good night. Good night. So sorry to see you go, but we hope you'll be back for more of the Fluff Radio Review. <laughs> but I highlighted that. You got a double click.